the banks of the Great River, high above the Allure Gorge. This is the Buzzer Podcast. Indie music, new releases, industry insiders, out-of-the-box conversations with guests from the true north, from the west coast to the east coast, to across the pond, and from down under. And now, here is Shay. Hey, y'all. I am Shay. This is the Buzzer Podcast, independent music releases, global coverage. Welcome and enjoy. The Buzzer Podcast will wind down season one of both shows. The top shows of season one will start airing September 6th. The shows airing have the top fan engagement, subscribes, and download count. Enjoy the show. Tonight, the OMT. This multi talented artist hails from Athens, Greece. The original broadcast aired April 28th. This multi talented artist hails from Athens, Greece. Theo works as a composer, arranger, mixing, mastering engineer, producer, vocalist, and guitarist. Theo NT has dedicated his life to creating music. So, hey, Theo, uh, thank you for coming on the podcast uh, chat today. I really enjoy you having as a guest. Uh, thank you. Uh, thank you for the invitation. Uh, it's really nice to come here. Yeah. How are you feeling today? Uh, uh, <laughs> I'm good. The weather is good here in Athens, so, yeah, it's good. <laughs> Oh, wow. That's great. Well, you've been professionally trained in uh, electric guitar and uh, vocals, music theory, and production. Yes. Uh, what inspired you to get into the music industry? Uh, I guess it's, it is about, you know, uh, expressing yourself and try to, you know, compose uh, songs in order to get it out, you know, from your, from your heart. And uh, as you get along and the years passing by, you feel like you have to do more and more and more if you love what you're doing. So that's why, uh, you know, I, I just um, focus on many areas around music, not just vocals or your guitar. That's why I really love production, doing my production. Um, yes. Yeah, you're, you're, you studied under the renowned Brett Manning and Jamie Vendura. Yeah, true. That's true. Yeah. What was it like? Oh, that was good. I didn't do many lessons with them, but, uh, you know, I had their books and uh, I, re I visited every time I felt uh, insecure about some things about my voice. Uh, but other than that, I just uh, do it all, you know, all by myself and just practice, practice, practice a lot in many areas, as I, as I said. So that's the way to do it. There's no, you know, there's no cheat, cheat plan for you to get it done. You know, you have to do it by yourself. Yeah. yeah. You know, I'm surprised you say that because I was uh, seconds into hearing your voice, I knew I wanted you on the podcast. <laughs> like uh, your vocal range is outstanding, and you're well known for it. Thank you, thank you very much about it. Um, what what can I say? Thank you. <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, how do you feel about being compared to Jeff Buckley? Um, I don't know. I mean, um, I think we have some common um, vibes, I can say, 
but my, mm. I think my voice is is more uh, hard in terms of timbre. Uh, Joe Buckley's voice, I think, I think, you know, that's my point of view, how I hear my voice. Uh, I think my voice is more in the ground style, you know, more in the 90s ground style or more of the yeah. 70s rock style. But I have some, you know, I have some things, you know, borrowed, I can say, from the Barclays era, you know, uh, that kind of uh, pure falsetto and uh, expression. So uh, what other artists have influenced your work? Uh, Chris Cornell, for sure. Uh, Stone Time Pilots. Uh, Soundgarden, Audio Slave, uh, Led Zeppelin, Pink Floyd, Jeff Buckley, yes, um, Queen, Freddie Mercury. I can definitely see Queen in France. Yes. Uh, yeah. What else? I mean, you know, the, the, I think those doors, sorry, Jim Morrison, yes, of course, the doors. Um, Maybe I'm just forgetting some of the bands that are a lot better. You get the vibe. <laughs> Seven is yeah, an, yeah, I get, I yeah. Get <laughs> From the '60s, '70s till '90s, that, that, that's my kind of you know, and a lot of soul music. I really love soul music as well. Uh, you know, all the um, all the Motown and Stax records, really amazing. Whitney Houston as well, but you know, Whitney Houston is more pop. But uh, I really listen to to her and get influenced by. All right, that's yeah. so interesting. So, do you write all your own music, or do you co-write? So far, I wrote all my music all by myself, to be honest. But I, I'm, you know, I'm planning to uh, co-write with some friends. See how it goes. I'm not sure if it's gonna be, you know, good to my ears. But I, I'm gonna try the next album. And when will that be? I don't know. Hopefully at the end of um, this year. But I'm, I'm not sure <laughs> because of the acquiring things. And uh, we'll see. We'll see. Hopefully. Um, are you under strict quarantine in Greece? Yes. Yes. Um, we are from uh, November in and out mm. so it's like semi-quarantine full quarantine and all that it's crazy it's a paranoia uh, and it, it feels like it's gonna be till summer for sure so yeah yeah well it gives you a lot of time to reflect and write great music for the future that's true yeah yeah, yeah that's one uh, you know one point but on the other hand you know when you're so inside you know um Sometimes you don't feel to do it, you know, but you, you, you don't have any influences, any outside, um, you know, you just, you don't communicate. You are all time, you know, either on the computer or maybe you see a movie or maybe you listen to the music, but again, on that computer, you know, okay, you play the guitar, you compose, you do stuff, you read some books, maybe online or you maybe, you know, um, real books. But, um, you know, if you are not out uh, to, you know, communicate and get ideas, it feels like you're in a flat mode, something like that. Yeah, that's very insightful. Yeah. That's very insightful. I do agree with you. Mm. I do agree with you. 
so how has your life experiences affected your music? <laughs> I, I, th I think um, uh, after composing uh, my last single, uh, I feel like I am obsessed with love. And uh, what I hear and what I read with my into my lyrics, you can understand sometimes, you know, that. But um, uh, I think it's it's a big part of my life. Uh, what uh, what is the songs are just a mirror of my you know experiences in my everyday life or in uh, you know more more advanced uh, issues. I can say <laughs> inside issues. So. So all the song all always Christmas in my heart was that about a special lady? <laughs> yes, <laughs> I didn't expect that, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you want to talk about it? Uh, what do you want to talk about it? Doctor, so sorry if is this somebody that you're with now, or is a past love, or it's a past love. Yeah, it's a past love because it, it says. And then you say you love me, then you leave me all behind. So I guess, yeah. you know, you can understand that. It's um, it's past love. It's a beautiful song, and we're going to listen to it later in the show. Um, it's outstanding. Thank you. So do you come from a musical family? Like when you were growing up, was music around you? Um, not really, except on the radio. But uh, my parents uh, don't um, don't play music at all. Yeah. So what type of music were your parents playing? Uh, jazz. My mother usually jazz. Um, uh, instrumental. Chill music, I can say. Uh, a lot of 80s sometimes. Uh, that's why I love Whitney Houston, I guess. Uh, my father, more Greek stuff, you know. <laughs> uh, yeah, but uh, my, my father, the, the, my first cassette was from my father. Uh, he recorded, a friend of his recorded a cassette from Pink Floyd, Dark Side of the Moon. Oh, wow. And that was the, yeah, that was the first thing I, you know, I just heard. Uh, uh, and I really cried, to be honest. <laughs> it was amazing hearing that, you know, and uh, when you're like, I don't know, 12 or something. It's like, really? It's a holy grail, you know, yeah. You, you feel it's wow. Yeah. I love to hear that. It's amazing. Mm -hmm. yeah, so yeah. of your own music is there a track that you play more often than others like which is your favorite um my own music yeah what's my favorite song then yeah what songs you like to sing the most all right i think uh i like uh embroidery uh from my from my first Deadpool album um i didn't have the chance to to sing live always christmas in my heart but i love this song I love Solar Eternity. Um, uh, what else? And the last song. What's the name? What's the name? Embroidery. The last song, my Embroidery. Album. No, no. The last, the last song of my album oh, is. Okay. Yeah, come I on. don't know. My last, my my last mistake. Yeah, my last mistake. Uh, well, I featured uh, Solar Solar Eternity on the block today. Oh, cool. Yeah, I love it. I was listening to your music, and uh, I thought, wow, I haven't, I haven't uh, featured this. So it's on my blog, 
Um, I'll send you the link mm -hmm. after, but I'm sure you know where to find me. <laughs> um, <laughs> yes. So yeah. if you could change anything about the music industry, like if you had a power to wave your wand and say, I'm going to fix something, what would you fix? Uh, with the music industry, huh? You know, the, the thing is about the music industry now, uh, all the people um, listen to the, to the music uh, via the phones or via the computers. Mm -hmm. But on, on the other hand, uh, during the, the golden years of selling CDs or vinyls, uh, because that was the only way to listen to the music, you have the CD player that can do only that thing, or you have the vinyl player that can do only that thing. Mm -hmm. And you can't, you can't get distracted. You know what I mean? So you really focus, you know, on listening to the whole album. So uh, you really uh, get to love that album because you listen to it with so much, you know, um, love on it. And you, you, you just listen time and time and again. And then you just, you know, it becomes uh, part of you. But nowadays you have one song from one artist and then you have another song, another playlist, whatever, and you don't focus listening to the whole album. And uh, after, you know, 10 songs, you, you don't remember what you hear, what you heard. Mm -hmm. It's, it's uh, you know, it's really disturbing, isn't it? Yeah. Um, because, you know, it's, uh, it's all about the technology. You can't have one thing uh, doing so many stuff, isn't it? You send even an email, the, the, you know, uh, chatting with your friends, uh, seeing, you know, watching a movie, then playing a song, then recording, you know, and mixing your songs, whatever, reading a book. It's, I mean, it's, it's too much for one thing, doing so, much, so many stuff from my point of view. Um, and that's why you get distracted and then, you know, maybe you get bored and then you move on and you do something else and you don't pay attention. Um, I, I do yeah. agree with you. The, um, there's been a loss of the spiritual experience and, and actually turning off the lights, lighting the candle and listening to music. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you, yeah. I ha so you don't feel the music. Yeah, I have a turntable. <laughs> So I, I yeah. listen to vinyl. I listen to not as much as I want yeah. to, but because uh, everything's digital mm -hmm. that I have to review. But uh, I love uh, yeah. collecting the old albums, and uh, some of the artists are yeah. putting out vinyl this year. Yeah, they, yeah, they put up. But that's another thing, you know. It's I think it's a hype uh, from nowadays in order to to have vinyl. Uh, it's not like an, an artist can, you know, live by uh, just, you know, selling vinyls. I mean, it's ridiculous. You know, the price you pay to get them and how many vinyls can you, you know, uh, sell? You know, times are tough, you know what I mean? Yeah, I agree. And, um, yeah, so... And another thing, uh, can I add another thing about changing oh. how, what else? Uh, of course. You know, I think... Yeah, I think the other thing it has to change uh, is uh, we have to get back the music um, industry uh, by getting the labels again in order uh, for things to get uh, done by the right people. 
because an artist can't cannot do the 360 thing you know be a manager be a promoter be the artist be the composer be blah 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 you know what i mean mm-hmm. i mean it's uh, it's not it's not like uh being an artist at all it's like having a business that it's not sustainable first of all and secondly uh, you don't have the time to focus on the music. It's like 10% you, you compose music and do that stuff, and then 90% you try to promote that thing. I mean, uh, I don't get it, you know what I mean? Something, something you know, uh, feels wrong. So you feel that uh, ha- being signed to a label is a benefit to an artist? Not now. I mean, you oh, have you- <laughs> the labels... Oh. Yeah, you know what I mean. The labels have to change their ways. Change their ways. That's what I thought. I just wanted to make sure. I don't know. Maybe find a label, a small label, that uh, doesn't want to to drain you, uh, but uh, loves what you do and can promote some. You know, can do small steps. You know, get you uh, play around Europe. Uh, I don't know if you're based in Europe. Play around Europe in small festivals and pay you, you know, some kind of money doing that. Or, um, you know, um, print your print your vinyl and uh, take some percentage of the, you know, of the, um, of the sales. But you cannot do it all that, you know, you have to be rich, I guess, you know. <laughs> I mean, okay, if, if, you, if you want to do that, then music in 10 years or, or less maybe is going to change for good, you know. It's going to be only for the rich people. Um, I don't know. I mean, it doesn't sound good to me. With the pandemic happening um, and the experiences that the music business has undergone, uh, perhaps some positive changes will come of that and labels will restructure the way they deal with artists. Hopefully, you never know. But I guess um, that's the way we we have to go because uh, it's been like 20 years since the the whole industry has changed, you know, the last albums that came out before, before the that pop, uh, uh, whatever, uh, came um, came out like um, 2002 or something. The whole thing changed, you know. The 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 industry's uh, many labels just merged. Uh, they didn't give uh, the money that they, they used to to give to get an album, you know, they didn't promote uh, the way they were because internet just, you know, social media just uh, in- invented and then all, the whole thing changed. But, uh, you know, I don't know. I think uh, it, it's better to have a team and uh, be all together and work uh, on the artist rather than just have, you know, be like one or two people doing all the stuff together. Yeah, no, it's it's not gonna work. You know, it's gonna be really tiring after all. So focus on the artist and also the uh, uh, what I see is important is maintaining and fostering the independence of the artist to create what they want to create. Mm-hmm. So, what are your ambitions from here as a songwriter and a musician? I guess to to make people feel like I feel when I listen to my favorite artists or my favorite songs or any new songs that uh, come out and uh, 
they feel really, you know, make you explore um, other, you know, <laughs> puts you in another space, I can say, or something like that. Are you gonna? Uh, are you lucky to keep your sound the same, or uh, bring some other influences into it? I think that the next album is gonna be more heavy, but I'm, uh, you know, I'm, I'm trying to have more like riff rock songs. Um, but on the other hand, I have many ideas that. Uh, um, have the same vibe as the first album, mm -hmm. which is more like a grand balance show, I can say. Mm -hmm. um, to be honest, I love slow songs, but I, you have to have uh, fast songs as well in your album. It's not, it's not a, um, you know, it's it's not a red line, but uh, you you have to, you know, having a, a different vibe. You know, it's uh, it's good to have. Songs as well. Yeah, definitely. We've already mm -hmm. spoke a bit about uh, the track that's coming up next, Always Christmas in My Heart. Uh, it's, as I said before, it's a, an outstanding track. Can you tell us a bit about the track before we listen to it, Theo? Yes. Um, the whole idea is it, it was to, to write a, a faster song for the first time. Uh, and uh, I just uh, was messing around with the uh, with the bass. I was playing bass, and I had the loop, a really simple loop with a drum, drum beat with my uh, on my on my digital audio workstation. Um, and then you know uh, I have uh, the idea from the the hook of the song, which is the before the it's, it's the intro after the intro, and, uh, and then it just, you know, piece by piece just uh, came on and uh, I knew what I was, you know, where I was going. I was going for a more 80s dance thing with a rock aesthetics, I guess, something like that. But I, I was, I was sure about the, the concept as well of the, of the, you know, the lyrics. So the the whole idea was there. Well, it's a great track, as I said, and we're going to take a spin to Always Christmas in My Heart, which was released December 2020 by uh, Theo.
Well, that was awesome. Uh, thank you for sharing it with us, Theo. You've had 15 years in the music scene, so you must have some stories or information you can give us about the local music scene. Uh, yes, okay. Um, all right, the music. I think that the, the, the music scene here in uh, Athens and in Greece has uh, changed the last, um, I can say, five years or something. There was a stoner rock wave, uh, but it faded away. Thank God, I'm sorry. <laughs> I can't get that kind of, you know, 1,000 bands in the... <laughs> that, that, that was a... All right, that was many, many more bands than, than we have, but uh, we have so many bands that they suck sorry they suck for sure and because you know that wave um, gave birth to new bands because um, they have some kind i can say publicity okay uh, but uh, you hear the same thing i know you know in all the songs that you you hear from the that kind of era but other than that I think if you're here um, and you want to make it, you have to, to play Greek stuff, you know, mm -hmm. if you want to live from the music. Uh, what I do and uh, what other people do, you know, do the alt-rock thing, whatever you can call it. Uh, no, <laughs> you know, that, you know, it's uh, the, the audience is really small. Yeah, uh, we have many venues, uh, we have festivals, we have things like that, but uh, I feel uh, I feel the whole thing is kind of bad, uh, how can I say that? Um, it's a bad mirror of a big festival in, uh, I don't know, in UK. It's, it's the same thing when you watch a really powerful festival, uh, you know, in UK, Germany, I don't know, whatever. Mm -hmm. um, it, it feels like a mediocre thing that they do it because um, they want to make some money. I, I don't know what you expect me to, 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 to say more, but, uh, you know, I feel like this in this country in terms of the alternative style music, you know, not of the Greek stuff. But then I tell them the style of music, I feel like that. No, you're being truthful. Um, that's the yeah. best thing you can do. Uh, so you said you're a solo act and you've written most of your music and you are hoping to co-write this year. Um, the videos that you put out, do you collaborate with others on those? Uh, sometimes, yes. I mean, uh, I collaborate with, uh, with a friend making... Uh, making uh, I did the mastering of uh, his album. We did a, a video together. Uh, always kisses my heart. Uh, a friend uh, helped me, uh, and some other friends uh, played in the um, uh, in the video. Yeah, so we do collaborations. Uh, you know, anytime we can, be, uh, because you know it's it's all about having a team. Yeah, from my point of view. Yeah. Well, they're, they're outstanding videos. They're interesting to watch. 
Thank you. Now, we're going to be listening to Embroidery next. Uh, Embroidery was released uh, when, Theo? Uh, it was released in uh, June 4th, uh, 2018. Okay. So, Can you tell us a bit yeah. about the song? Uh, the song, um, yeah, it is about another girl. <laughs> Again. Oh, boy. Uh, oh, boy. <laughs> Oh boy, yeah, that's, that's, yeah, I know, I know. Yeah, I mean, sometimes I think of myself and say, oh no, again, you know, it's happening again. What's wrong with you? You know what I mean? Uh, anyway, uh, as the title says, I'm pretty because uh, that girl used to, you know, make uh, that kind of, having uh, that kind of, uh, you know, in her free time, he's just, you know, doing embroideries all the time. So anyway, um, but I, it's a metaphorical, you know, all, uh, when you, you you read the lyrics, it's more like a poetic, uh, um, mesmerized um, uh, painting, I can say, you know. But I have, the, but again, he has the pain again yeah. on the chorus. <laughs> all the time you know dead the, you know words word like dead pain alone yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean uh, yeah well that's a beautiful uh, description of it and we're going to listen to it next so listeners uh, Embroidery by Theo Enti
So if, the, if we were to peek over your shoulder, what does your studio look like? Do you uh, record for, out of your home? Do you have a home studio or? Yeah, I have a home studio. And uh, I think all the songs that are released from 2012 till now, um, mo most of the stuff in, has been, you know, uh, recording here, except sometimes uh, I'm a friend here in the studio and we did some drums well, with another album, with another another project that I had uh, that ended in 2017. Mm -hmm. uh, but other than that, yeah, everything, uh, you know, um, has been done here. So you have a professional setup in your home? Uh, you can say professional, uh, but nothing special like uh, analog, analog console or something like that. It's, uh, you know, basic stuff, microphones, I have a uh, um, um, uh, professional, you can say, audio interface. Mm -hmm. I have, a, an, you know, an, an iMac and then I have the speakers. Mm -hmm. uh, I have some, you know, um, sound uh, absorption uh, on, in the wall, on the walls to, to have, a, you know, a better... Uh, understanding of what I'm hearing in order to do the mix mm -hmm. and the mastering. And uh, yeah, it's really good, you know, you get familiar with your space, you can do things maybe sometimes better than going to the studio. I agree with you. I, I get that. My studio, well, I have a home studio. Uh, it's pretty much sounds mm. the same. Uh, the only difference is I have a bird. <laughs> so I, I have to go. Well, it's the best place. His name's George, and it's the best place for him to be because it's the sunniest place in the home. But I, I, I do mm. have to cover him up prior to doing any taping because he loves music, and when the music starts, he sings. <laughs> so... Oh. <laughs> but other than that, I got it all uh, set up too. I I find it awesome because you know, you pour yourself a coffee and walk right right across the the home, and uh, you're at work. It's pretty cool. It's pretty yeah. cool. I, I love yeah, it. Yeah, it's 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 nice. I love it. It's nice. Uh, yeah, it's it's really good. It's really good. Yeah, I, I love studios as well. But you know, in order to get a studio of your own, uh, you have to be I don't know at least reads popular or whatever you know what I mean? so yeah. i can't afford that so i have my home studio it's you know the, the way to go yeah i agree with current sample test yeah yeah, yeah. At the at the other the studios that are specific for studio recording they definitely have their pluses um and uh, and yeah. they're needed they're needed um, for quite a few projects, but uh, a lot of artists, uh, including myself and yourself, are doing just fine um, working out of their home, and I think that's awesome. It's awesome. Yeah. So we're, we're going to listen to Solar Eternity next. Uh, I, as I told you, I featured it on my blog this morning. Can you give us a bit of the backstory about this song? It's it's really strange this song. You know what? Because because you know why it's really strange. You know, especially if you. Um, I'm gonna tell you why. The thing is, the, 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 you know, the whole album is about not my last girl, okay? But um, not. I mean, the whole album is not like it's based. I mean, it's being inspired, okay? To be the you know better say that. Uh, from another relationship, okay? Uh, 
So um, the thing is, in this song, the backing vocals, you know, is from my last girl. So you have the whole album talking for another girl, but you have in this song, uh, backing vocals singing my last girl. But from <laughs> the, the, old, the old, yeah, it's it's like, I know, it's a nightmare, I know. So the last song, Almost Christmas in My Heart, is from my last girl, who sang in Solidarity. Can you imagine that? How, how I can say that on air, but how, uh, how uh, confusing is this? Isn't it? I mean, it's a mind trap. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. With a, you're going to start uh, earning the nickname Lover Boy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, think, well, uh, I think it's outstanding, though. It's a great track, and we're going to listen to it up next Solar Eternity.
Well, that was awesome. I love it. Uh, one of the reasons I featured it this morning, I woke up and I was listening to your music like, oh my God, I got to get on the blog. Uh, so what's next? Uh, you said you may be uh, releasing a EP later in the year. Do you have any other plans other than the album? No, no. For the time being, no. I think I'm going to focus on the album. And hopefully I'm going to release until the end of the year. But I'm not, you know, uh, um, I, I, I'm not sure <laughs> if, I, if I can make it. But, you a know. lot of people are in holding patterns. Uh, yeah, a lot of people. Yeah. Have but I, but I'm I'm more I'm more the guy you know just you know, go go for it you know I'm not the guy that's just you know holding back things. If I if I have the stuff that I really like you know I I will do it. Nobody's gonna tell me something. I don't have a label to criticize the you know the songs or you know if I want to do it just you know if I don't feel it right maybe it's gonna be you know I'm gonna have some more time composing stuff. Yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. So where's the best place to find your music? Like, uh, are you more active on Twitter, Instagram? I think Instagram and Facebook. I don't do Twitter at all, to be honest. And uh, mostly I do um, on YouTube, except of the original stuff. I do many things about vocal tapes because I'm a vocal coach. And I, I, I do covers as well vocal covers mm -hmm. so you know usually every two weeks or something i you know i post something on youtube as well but uh, in every you know every week i think i do like two or three posts on facebook or twitter yeah usually okay so instagram instagram or youtube and uh it's the best to buy your music on your website yes you can find me on the website uh I don't do Bandcamp because I have the, um, the website. So, yeah, if you want to support uh, my music, you can, you can, you know, find it uh, online with my, on my website. Yeah, okay. Well, thank you, Theo NT, for joining uh, the show today. I really love getting to know you better. Uh, it was great having you on the show. Thank you very much, yeah. Okay, okay. See you. Bye-bye. Okay. Ciao, ciao. Okay, bye-bye. Well, thank you all for tuning in to the Buzzer Podcast Network. Season 2 begins soon. The Buzzer Podcast will wind down Season 1 of both programs. The top episodes of Season 1 will start airing September the 6th. These are the Season 1 shows with leading fan engagement, subscribes, and download count. The gratitude I have for the remarkable artists who share their music on the Buzzard Network is over the moon. To our loyal listeners, thank you for tuning in and being a powerful part of our achievement. Because of you, the Buzzer Podcast is top 10% of the most popular shows out of over 2.6 million podcasts ranked by Listen Score. Follow us on Instagram at The Buzzer Media and on Twitter at The Buzzer Indie. Subscribe, please, at TheBuzzerPod.com. Without you, none of what we do is possible. Listen in and remember, without music, our campus is blank. On Air Indie, from iPad to yours, over the airways. Until next time, cheers, y'all.